Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Also on WTOP, rail workers will have to accept a contract reached in September, according to a bill just passed by the Senate. The D.C. Council's proposal for Metrobus service will have a huge impact after hours. In downtown D.C., I'm John Dome. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. There will not be a railroad shutdown now that the Senate has passed a House bill that settles the dispute between the rail companies and their employees. It's the first such congressional intervention in three decades, imposing a contract on four railroad unions that had voted it down. Worker pay will increase 24% over the five-year span of the contract, but it lacks the paid sick time workers had demanded. A House-passed measure to include seven sick days failed to achieve 60 votes in the Senate. At a White House news conference, President Biden scoffed at the notion that the agreement his administration brokered let workers down. What was negotiated was so much better than anything they ever had. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. At the first state dinner of the Biden presidency, the U.S. welcomed French President Emmanuel Macron to the White House. We stand together, shoulder to shoulder, precisely to be entitled to say at the same time with the people and liberté, égalité, fraternité. The Supreme Court has agreed to hear arguments later this winter on the Biden administration's student loan forgiveness program. Loyola Law School professor Lori Levinson says the justices will decide if the president went beyond his authority. The issue before the Supreme Court is how much power, how much authority the Biden administration had without express law from Congress to cancel the student loan Payments. No mincing of words from a senior Republican in Georgia. Hundreds of thousands, including Republican Georgia Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan, have cast early votes in next Tuesday's U.S. Senate runoff between Democratic Senator Ralphia Warnock and Republican challenger Herschel Walker. Duncan did not vote for either, saying... But I think that Herschel Walker will probably go down as one of the worst Republican candidates in, in our party's history. Early voting in the Georgia Senate runoff ends Friday. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Lava flow from an erupting volcano in Hawaii is slowly moving toward the main highway that links the east and west coasts of the Big Island, Ken Hon at the Hawaiian Volcano Observatory. We don't really know how long this will last, and so all I can tell you is that typically these rift eruptions run their course after two or three weeks, but there have been some that have gone over a year and some that are much shorter than that. The future king and queen of Britain, Prince William, and his wife, Kate, spent day two of their planned three-day U.S. trip in the Boston area, visiting a nonprofit that works to improve the lives of young people. The royal couple is scheduled to meet with President Biden on Friday. This is CBS News. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you Free Lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over a 100 menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. WTOP at 203. The Friday morning, 2nd of December, 2022. Clear, calm, very cold. Overnight low, 20s and 30s, depending upon where you are in the region. We're at 34 in our nation's capital right now. 
Friday morning to you. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Thanks for taking us along for your morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at this morning, we begin with a murder suspect here at WTOP who police say this morning was toying with them by calling 911. Now under arrest, we're told. His capture coming the day after he was called Fairfax County's most wanted. It's unclear whether anyone's going to get the $11,000 reward. The arrest happened after a stakeout of the vehicle believed being used by 43-year-old Kion Omar Braxton Trot McLean. Fairfax County police say he returned to the vehicle and a subsequent chase ended with a tactical maneuver that left Trot McLean's vehicle in a shallow ditch. That's in front of a house on Colonial Avenue just off of Old Mount Vernon Highway, which is near Woodley Hills Elementary. Trot McLean lives here in Mount Vernon and the man he's accused of shooting to death October 2nd was killed in Mount Vernon. Brandon Wims was the great nephew of Gregory Wims who founded the Victims Rights Foundation. At the police, Mount Vernon District Station, Christy King, WTOP News. WTOP, Friday morning at 2.04. Virginia has its first death this morning from MPOX. The new name is what it is now used to be called monkeypox. The state's health department says the patient in question was an adult who lived in the state's eastern health region. Health managers say you should contact your health care provider right away if you have fever, chills, swollen lymph nodes, or a new unexplained rash. And people who might have been exposed to MPOX should receive the vaccine as soon as possible to reduce the chance of developing it. MPOX is the new term again for monkeypox and is spread through close person-to-person contacts. A woman is in critical condition this morning after an early Thursday morning fire that gutted a townhouse locally in Odenton. Two homes are now unsafe this morning to occupy. The Anne Arundel County Fire Department says flames broke out soon before 2.30 a.m. Thursday morning in the three-story townhome located on St. Michael's Circle near Fort Meade's main gate. The 67-year-old woman suffered burns and was taken to Bayview Medical Center. Another person in the house suffered smoke inhalation. Investigators are still searching for the cause this morning, but they say the fire was driven by high winds and spread to a house next door. One resident, Tyran Foster Lewis, was able to get her partially paralyzed aunt out of the home, and she was taken to a burn unit in critical condition. I didn't think about anything else. The priority was to get her out of the house, and we did. And I can say that it was nothing but God. Foster Lewis spoke with our news partners at NBC4. Residents of both buildings are now without a place to stay this morning. In the end, it took 80 firefighters to get that blaze under control. WTOP now at 2.06. Next week, the D.C. Council will vote on a plan that would make Metro bus service free for anyone riding in the district beginning next summer. Even more important for some will be plans to expand when someone can ride, too. If the plan is passed, the city's restaurant industry says free bus rides will help restaurants in a lot of ways. We're looking at increasing the number of guests. But Che Rudolph Tabasola, who's with the Restaurant Association of Metropolitan Washington, says the proposal to extend the 12 busiest bus routes in D.C. 24 hours a day is huge for workers. They get off work, closing the kitchen, closing at the bar, 10, 11 plus at night. Under the plan offered by Ward 6, Councilman Charles Allen, late night service would run in all eight wards of the city, giving workers the option to avoid ride shares if they work into the early morning hours. It's part of D.C. being a 24-hour city, and it's going to be crucial to our recovery. In downtown D.C., John Dome in WTOP News. When Washington traffic is at its worst, WTOP is at its best. We're the original traffic app, constantly watching the areas you drive most. Crash on Old Ox Road in Sterling and 606 is blocked to 
bring you updates that save you time every 10 minutes on the 8th. Only on WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Thank the Lord for the night you're with WTOP, Matt Dean Lane. This is WTOP News. Good Friday morning, December 2nd, 2022. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 2.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and when it breaks, good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, good morning, Dean. Right now, traveling north and on the Baltimore Washington Parkway, north of 197. The response for the crash takes up the right side. You get by single file to left. Heads up for a brief and abrupt slowdown north of 197 as you head up toward 198. Southbound side, everything is open again. Nothing in your way headed down toward the Beltway and Greenbelt, and even inside the Beltway headed down toward the district line. Now, if you're traveling on I-95 southbound, headed south toward the south entrance of the Baltimore Beltway, exit 49 again, you get by the work zone, two lanes to the right. Beyond that, nothing else in your way. Headed down toward the Beltway and College Park. Inner loop of the Beltway is you head east of New Hampshire Avenue toward I-95. Two left lanes get you by the work zone, but as of late, delays there have been brief. Beltway in Virginia, inner loop, yep, traffic stopped again between Arlington Boulevard and I-66. Once you do get moving, you will get by single file to the left. Again, the express lanes are open and available and will get you by without delay. Uh, new work zone, northbound 95 in the express lanes. Before you get up to Dale City, single file right in the express lanes get you by. The through lanes for now open in both directions of 95 in that same area. Thinking about adopting a new dog or cat? Visit Fitzgerald Subaru Rockville on Saturday, December 3rd from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. where the Humane Rescue Alliance will have dogs and cats ready for adoption. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. We've got a cold start to our Friday. Temperatures in the low to mid-20s. And good news here is we are going to warm to see a, a nice afternoon. But again, a very cold start. Going for a high of 52 later on, though. Light wind, sunshine. That's not bad for the afternoon. Saturday, good chance of rain early. So make sure you have the umbrella. You won't need the jackets, though. We're going for a high of 63. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 26 degrees in Rockville, 28 in Ashburn, 28 in District Heights. We are at 34 and holding in our nation's capital. 2 a.m. our Friday morning, December 2nd. This check brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. It's 210. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your health care provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at TreatCovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. This is WTOP News. Good Friday morning, December 2nd. Glad you're with us. 211 on WTOP. French President Emmanuel Macron meets with President Biden this week at the White House. And during a news conference, they discussed their mutual interest this week in helping Ukraine, as well as working together to combat climate change, supply chain issues, and global health concerns. Mr. Biden also said that he would be willing to meet with Russian President Vladimir Putin after first consulting with his partners at NATO. I'll be happy to sit down with Putin to see what he wants, has in mind. This morning, CBS White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy on what both presidents had to say this week, starting with President Macron's criticism of the Inflation Reduction Act. 
the concern of the French and other Europeans is that the uh, subsidies provided in the Inflation Reduction Act, the largest ever investment by the U.S. government in climate, essentially makes things more difficult for uh, European manufacturers of, of similar goods. And so the argument is that the United States is playing unfair here. The president said there may have been glitches in the writing of the Inflation Reduction Act, and he pledged to work with members of Congress to see if tweaks can be made. He said he never intended to see to it that there were certain exclusions or other economic penalties or other kinds of disadvantages to America's allies. And so uh, the two sides pledged to work together. And uh, Emmanuel Macron said he was confident, based on conversations that he had this week on Capitol Hill while he's been in Washington, that something could be worked out. Any indications of tension when it comes to uh, future aid? to Ukraine by the U.S. and Europe? Well, both presidents were asked about the tension that exists, uh, the, the idea that uh, pressure is being put on European leaders, perhaps by Europeans themselves, to bring this war to a close before weather gets any colder, uh, fuel prices going up. The bottom line is both presidents said that it's incumbent upon Vladimir Putin to decide when this war is going to end. President Biden was asked whether he's going to engage in talks with Vladimir Putin. He said he had no intention of no immediate plans of talking with Putin. He then stopped and said that he would have conversations with Putin if Putin were interested in discussing an end of the war. Macron said he would engage in conversations with Putin to discuss nuclear power plant security. But Macron also said that he does not believe that Vladimir Zelensky, the Ukrainian president, should be pressured to negotiate. He said that what is important for Ukraine is the Ukraine having a sense that it's, it's getting what it wants and needs here. CBS News White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy talking with Hillary and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. I had an important job, and it wasn't just a job, it was keeping my brothers and sisters safe. And coming back, it felt like kind of thrown away. It's like you're useless, you know, um, we don't really have a need for you now because you can't really do anything for us. That's the way I felt. If it hadn't been for Wounded Warrior Project, I honestly don't know if I would be here. It was the camaraderie that I saw and had. It was like, I got my family back again. We all felt the connection, you know, like that brother and sisterhood. See how Wounded Warrior Project empowers women veterans like Donna by visiting woundedwarriorproject.org slash empowerwomenvets. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Friday morning, December 2nd, 215 sports time indeed. And Rob Woodfork's turn this morning. The Capitals' two first period goals weren't enough to escape Seattle with a win as the Kraken stunned the Caps 3-2 in overtime, scoring the game winner just seven seconds into the extra session, Martin Ferravari. We just slowed down on everything and uh, we turned backs uh, a lot. And uh, I don't think we deserve to win today. Like, uh, we were just getting worse, I think, and uh, they played pretty hard. Former Capitals came back to haunt them as Philip Grubauer made 21 saves in a solid night in net for Seattle, and Daniel Sprung assisted on the game-tying goal late in the third period. Despite being a heavy underdog, number 20 Maryland handed 7th-ranked Notre Dame its first loss of the season, 74-72. 
in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Diamond Miller, the hero, she scored Maryland's final five points, including the jumper at the buzzer to cap her 31.12 rebound masterpiece. Thursday night football in New England had a 1980s feel to it as the Patriots wore their Pat Patriot throwback uniforms in a 24-10 loss to the Buffalo Bills. They fall back to 6-6. Six and six. Back home, the Washington Commanders' Joey Sly was named the NFC Special Teams Player of the Month for a dominant November in which he made all 10 of his field goals, including a career-high 58-yarder as part of his four-field goal game in Philadelphia, Scott Turner. He's done an outstanding job. Obviously, the Philly game is one that stands out with the long kicks. But just knowing that, like, hey, you get to a certain yard mark, you're going to at least get points on the board. You want to score touchdowns, but those threes add up as well. I have a bold prediction for Sly Sunday in New York. It's in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle, wherever you get your podcasts. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob. As always, 216 Friday morning, December 2nd. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us. Each year, hundreds of veterans die by suicide. But there is hope locally in Maryland that some of those deaths can be prevented with some additional training for medical care providers and their staff. When it comes to former and current military members. Half of those who have attempted or died by suicide have seen their primary care physician within 30 days. So Joy Ashcraft, Director of Maryland's Commitment to Veterans, part of the Department of Health in the state, says the Trained Military Assistance Provider Program for Doctors and their staff aims at helping those offices help active duty and former military patients who may need help. There are also tips on dealing with tough conversations, including gun storage. What kind of things they can use to give to the individual, whether it is a uh, cable lock for their handgun. Learn more about the program at WTOP.com. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. And remember, if you or someone you care about is considering suicide, you can get help by simply calling 988. That's 988 Suicide Helpline. Since 1988, World AIDS Day has been observed every year on December 1st. In Northwest D.C., on Thursday evening, the candlelight vigil honored those who have died. It's a sacred day. Dr. Randy Pumphrey is Senior Director of Behavioral Health at Whitman Walker Health, a community facility on the front lines of the HIV-AIDS fight since the beginning. People all over the world are remembering and giving tribute to persons who have died. And it's really important to stop and remember. Pumphrey says advanced treatments that allow people to live with HIV and not spread it to their partners was a huge turning point for reducing the stigma associated with an HIV diagnosis. I had friends who were about to die, who did not die, and are still alive today because of those discoveries. But Pumphrey says the real goal is to end HIV with a vaccine. I live in hope. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. The top stories on WTOP we're following for you. And a win this week for the Justice Department. An appeals court stops the special master's review of records taken from Donald Trump's Florida home. And the Senate votes to avert a harmful freight rail strike. The measure now goes on to President Biden for his signature. Keep it here on WTOP for full details on these stories and more in just minutes. Friday morning, where the time now is 2.18. Good morning. Rich Hunter at the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, traffic remains stopped in the work zone on the inner loop between Arlington Boulevard and I-66. Once you do get moving, you will get by a single file to the left. Again, the express lanes are open and available and get you by without delay, so just keep that in mind. On the outer loop of the Bellway, you head south of the Legion Bridge toward to a point just beyond Georgetown Pike. Actually, as you pass under the bridge, headed toward the Dulles Toll Road, get by the work zone. Single file to the left as of late, just a brief but abrupt slowdown there. Now, over in Maryland, northbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway, north of 197. Traffic temporarily held at the crash scene. Tow truck's trying to reposition itself to have a better angle at recovering the vehicle that went off the road and down the embankment. 
So, again, uh, be careful if you're headed that way. You're going to find stop traffic just ahead of you, northbound Baltimore-Washington Park. We know it's a 197. Hopefully, you will get moving here shortly. Uh, they're going to try to get at least uh, the left shoulder getting by, if not the left lane here, momentarily once that tow truck's back in position. Uh, southbound 95, and as you head south toward the south entrance to the Baltimore Belly exit 49, still getting by the work zone, two lanes to right, and doing so without delay. Bay Bridge, eastbound span, still closed for the overnight construction. Westbound span carries two-way traffic, and for now, getting by without delay. Rich Hunter, W. Chip Traffic. We've got a cold start to your Friday morning for sure, so you will need the coats out there, the gloves, the hats, whatever. We're talking temperatures in the low to mid-20s for most areas. Now, we do rebound nicely. Sunshine, look for a high temperature around 52 and with light wind. That's a nice afternoon. On Saturday, we'll see a good chance for shower activity early. It will be uh, warm again with a high of 63, but you'll need the umbrellas early in the day. Late in the day, we'll see the wind pick up. Strong winds ushering in much colder air. On Sunday, we're seeing highs only in the 40s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 36 in Hyattsville, 26 Frederick, Maryland. It's 35 in Foggy Bottom this early morning. And we're looking at 34 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. This check brought to you this morning in the 2 a.m. hour by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP. Latest on the war between Russia and Ukraine next on WTOP this early hour. Stay with us. Hi, I'm Rich McKenzie, owner of Metropolitan Bath and Tile. Have you ever heard the term aging in place? It just simply means living out your golden years in the house that you're currently living in. Did you ever think that someday you might have to move to a one-story house or even an assisted living facility because you're worried about being able to climb the steps or get in and out of the tub or shower safely? Well, being an aging baby boomer myself, I think about it a lot. I love my two-story house, and the last thing I would want to do at my age is move. At Metropolitan, we specialize in renovations that make your bathroom safer, more accessible, and user-friendly as we grow older. Let Metropolitan Bath & Tile help you age in safety and comfort in the home that you love. So call us at 1-800-NEW-BATH. That's 1-800-NEW-BATH. Or visit us at MetroBath.com. That's MetroBath.com. Bathroom remodeling. It's what we do. It's all we do. WTOP at 222. This is WTOP News. Turning to the latest of the war this morning, just as power crews in Ukraine's Kyrgyzstan region had restored electricity to about a fifth of the population, a new wave of Russian bombs has knocked out electricity again. And there is some concerning news regarding an American prisoner held in Russia. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with more for us. It's Paul Whelan. His brother tells WTOP they haven't heard from him for a week, which is unusual. Not only has he not been in contact for over a week, he didn't contact uh, our family on Thanksgiving, which is an important holiday in our family. Whelan's twin brother, David, says as troubling as that was, something even more worrying. He missed our dad's birthday. Our dad turned 85. David told WTOP his brother is not overly sentimental, but... Holidays and birthdays are important to him. He would not have missed those two events. The Russian government is saying he's been taken to a hospital. But according to David Whelan, neither his brother's lawyers nor any of the embassy officials from several countries that check on him know why or if he's even there. And as mentioned, this has been going on for more than a week now. So they're all wondering 
where Paul Whelan is. A letter bomb showed up at the U.S. Embassy in Madrid. We know about the ones. One exploded at the Ukrainian Embassy. Are all of these connected? One sent to the Ukrainian Embassy, as you mentioned. Another to a weapons factory that supplied rocket launchers to Ukraine to use in the war against Russia. And one of those, uh, the one, the Ukrainian Embassy exploded in the hands of an employee. Another was detonated at that weapons plant. So this one turned up at the U.S. Embassy in Madrid. A State Department spokesperson confirmed it, but wouldn't go further on where they thought this was going or how it was connected or if it was. Spanish authorities detonated it, and they say this is the sixth letter that's turned up. They believe they've all been sent from inside Spain and from the same person, and they also suggest the, the common denominator here with all of these letters is the war in Ukraine. With the latest of the war between Ukraine and Russia, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green, talking with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. We know you're listening to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather on your commute. But what about when you're at home? Listening to WTOP on your smart speaker is easy. Just say, Alexa, open WTOP. Or, okay, Google, play WTOP. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment of today's top news at home on your smart speaker. WTOP, Washington's top news. This is WTOP News. WTOP News time now, 225. Money News, each half hour at 25 and 55, a preview of your business day, now this Friday, December 2nd on TOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Today is Jobs Day, with Bloomberg Intelligence expecting hiring in November to continue the slowdown that began early this year. Economists are forecasting 200,000 jobs added, down from 261,000 in October. The unemployment rate is seen holding steady at 3.7%. That would be a sign that the Fed's interest rate hikes are starting to slow the economy and would help build the case for a smaller increase when officials meet this month. The constellation of SpaceX Starlink satellites orbiting Earth is about to get a lot bigger. The FCC has approved the company's plans to launch 7,500 next-generation satellites to serve the U.S. market. NBC's Peacock is adding more sports to its lineup. The streaming service plans to begin offering NBC's regional sports networks by the end of the year. Those channels have struggled as a growing number of people cut the cable TV cord. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. At first glance, Terrence and Shania have nothing in common. Terrence is a musician. He is constantly traveling. He's 32 years old, single with no kids, and started smoking when he was 16. Shania, on the other hand, just turned 45. She owns a coffee shop. She is married with two kids and has never smoked. What makes Terrence and Shania similar is that they both have been diagnosed with small cell lung cancer, and it was caught early. That's right. Small cell lung cancer can affect anyone. The good news is early lung cancer screenings can detect small cell lung cancer before it spreads, when the disease is most treatable. Join Stand Up to Cancer and Jazz Pharmaceuticals to raise awareness of small cell lung cancer and accelerate the pace of research. Ask your... We conquer cancer. For the mom-to-be who is out of treatment options. For the doctor who has a brilliant idea but needs research funding. For the people who faced cancer head-on and climbed incredible heights while they were with us. For the children who celebrate the end of chemo. We conquer cancer for all who have been touched by it. Conquer Cancer accelerates breakthroughs in research and care for every cancer, every patient, everywhere.
Join us at conquer.org.